Hey, it's Kim Commando today, your daily podcast to keep you up to date with all things digital and beyond. And I'd love to have you be a part of our podcast. You can make an appointment to speak with me. Just head over to commando.com and on the top right, there's a button that says email Kim. Fill that out and that's it. Hey, how about we start with a number and who wouldn't want this statistic for their business? I would. Okay. Imagine 90% of all Gen Zers, they own your product. They don't want anything else. 90%. You know what that company is? Anybody? Make a guess. Make a guess. All right. It starts with an A and it's not Amazon. I'm talking about Apple. Brand new research from Piper Sandler want to take a look at where teens are spending their cash or their parents' money rather. And thousands were surveyed. Uh, nearly 90% own an iPhone. And listen to this, 90% of them expect the next phone that they will buy will be an iPhone. Wow, talk about eye loyalty. Man, isn't that something? Reminds me of that old joke. You know this one. An Apple fan walks into the bar and orders the same drink as yesterday, but pays more. (laughs) Okay. I totally feel like that's what I have done with my iPhone 15. You know, yes, I went out and bought the iPhone 15 and I had the iPhone 14 Pro Max and I got the iPhone 15 Pro Max and um, uh, not a lot different about it. Just saying. Hey, listen, you're about ready to get more tech smarts because every single thing is now a tech thing. And to those joining us for the very first time, a warm welcome to you. We're thrilled to have you aboard. And to our lawyer listeners, a huge welcome back. I'm, of course, Kim Commando, America's digital goddess. It's the biggest show. It's the most trusted show. And you can find my award-winning show in over 420 top stations across the United States. And we're streaming in your favorite radio app. Just search for my last name, Commando. And you can find us commercial-free over at commando.com as a podcast, as a webcast. Just hit that link that says Commando Community. And thanks for supporting everything that we do on that website by being a member. It really means a lot to us. And a big hello and salute goes out to all of our listeners on the American Forces Network Radio. We're reaching over 375,000 U.S. service members serving in 175 countries and 200 ships at sea. And of course, our T-Mobile Unlimited listener line is now open at one 825 5254 is the way to join us. And just a quick reminder, if you're just too shy to come on a big-time radio show and a huge podcast, I totally get that. What you need to do is just go over to commando.com, and when you're there, hit that link that says Email Kim. I read every single note that you send me there. All right, just for you, dear listeners and viewers, I check out at least 35 different websites every single day to make sure that you and I are both up to date. And here are the top five things you need to know about tech right now. And we're going to start with the first one. It's uh, pretty tough. You see, Hamas plans to live stream the murders of Israeli and American hostages. Now, any tech company they use has the ability to stop the live stream. But the question is, should they? Now, there are two lines of thought. The first, do everything and anything possible to interrupt this broadcast. Tech companies working together, they can actually pull this off. The other is uh, one of, I guess you'd say, personal conscience. I mean, if Hamas is really, really going to kill hostages, and there's every reason to believe that they will, and in the most ghastly way possible, and if we cannot rescue them, then let Hamas demonstrate to the entire world, undeniably, without moral convictions, that with their inbred atrocities and cruelties, then let's all turn to the U.S., to Congresswoman Rashida Tlaib, Ilhan Omar, and Alexander Cortez all siding with the terrorists to justify this outrage. In this case, there's no 
right or wrong decision. I mean, only what you think would be best to cause harm to the terrorists and anybody who sympathizes with them. That, I just don't understand how you can sympathize with Hamas. Moving on to number two, TikTok in Israel. Since the Hamas-Iran terrorist attacks on Israel began, the communist China-controlled TikTok has been literally overflowing with short videos and conversations about the war. Listen to these numbers. 28 billion views from the hashtag Palestine. 25 billion with the hashtag Israel. Now, behind the scenes, Israel is, of course, on the brink of retaliating against Iran, which has obviously planned and funded the attacks. And, you know, Israel's repeatedly said it's not going to allow this to happen. But globally, almost 75 billion people have been influenced by these TikTok videos. And I can't say it enough. Okay, social media cannot be trusted. Okay, Uh, let's take it one step further. Of all the social media platforms, TikTok is the least trustworthy. Uh, Number three, what do you think of artificial intelligence? Do you think it will destroy everything? Do you think it's just the greatest gift to mankind? Well, here's what the godfather of AI, Jeffrey Hilton, thinks. You see, his research on the human brain is part of the reason artificial intelligence even exists. Now, in an interview on 60 Minutes last week, he said, let's take a listen. I think we're moving into a period when For the first time ever, we may have things more intelligent than us. Isn't that frightening? When asked if they could understand, he said yes. Asked if they were intelligent, he said yes again. Asked if AI could have experiences of their own and make decisions based on those experiences, and he said yes. Now, I know what you're thinking. If these robots are so human, what if they turn bad? Can't we just flip the switch? I mean, they're robots, and... Jeffrey Hinton has an answer for that, too. They will be able to manipulate people, right? And these will be very good at convincing people because they'll have learned from all the novels that were ever written, all the books by Machiavelli, all the political connivances. They'll know all that stuff. They'll know how to do it. Sweet dreams. Sweet dreams. Uh, Moving on to number four on our list, AI. It's going to be everywhere. We're talking about AI surveillance right here. If you ever scroll through a Kroger's or maybe it's Ralph's Fries in your area, uh, they're adding AI surveillance to their self-checkout. High above cameras will be on the lookout as you scan and bag. Uh, It's powered by a platform called Everseen Visual AI. It's going to watch your every move in real time, spotting any missed scans and then ringing the alarm for store security personnel. So go ahead, just try to steal a filet. You'll be jail meat. And finally, this, coming in at number five, should you get back together with your ex? Okay, there's a new app out there that's powered by ChatGPT. It's called Text from My Ex. And it's hoping that it can tell you whether or not you should be with this person or not. So what you do is you upload any conversation from WhatsApp, or you can download the Mac app for iMessage. And then you get a complete analysis of how good a match you are. Now, the first analysis is free. So we had a commando staffer here try it out on her ex-boyfriend's messages. Now, she also mentioned she deleted some messages because they were private. Okay, The results, crazy. The ex and her are 22% compatible. No wonder why they broke up. Uh, horrible attachment styles. Uh, negative one point in sexiness. Yeah, that's a thing. 
Grand Canyon University makes earning your degree possible with over 130 academic programs for traditional campus students with more than 80 bachelor's programs offered online. GCU provides you with the personal support you need from complimentary unofficial transcript evaluations within 24 business hours to scholarships, academic support, and your GCU graduation team led by your own university counselor. Find your purpose at GCU. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu. All right, so you know how big tech and all these apps make money. Well, they collect your data and then they sell it. And it's almost like a game of whack-a-mole when you're sitting there saying, oh, I don't want all my data there. I want to preserve my privacy and security. Yeah, well, go ahead and good luck with that. Well, joining us here on the Kim Commando Show special caller line is Jenny Fuse. And she's with Consumer Reports. And the reason why I wanted Jenny to come on and talk to both of us is that Consumer Reports just put out this app called the Permission Slip. And it's just that. It's where you are going to give a permission slip, that old school thing that you had, right? A permission slip for these companies to collect and disseminate and sell your data. Jenny, thank you so much for being here. Um, How did you guys come up with such an innovative idea like Permission Slip? Absolutely. Well, Consumer Reports has been advocating for consumer privacy for years. And we were very vocal about the need for privacy laws at the state level. When the first state privacy law passed in California in 2018, and then went into implementation in 2020, we did research to see how these privacy rights were working for consumers. And what we found is these privacy rights were very hard for people to use. On average, it took 10 or 12 minutes to use your right to privacy with any given company. And then consumers have relationships with thousands of companies. So it would just be impractical for people to use their privacy rights widely without help. Um, And so that's when we built Permission Slip. Permission Slip is a tool that helps you take control of your data with companies. Um, And it means that you authorize CR to reach out to companies for you and manage your data for you, which saves you a lot of time. Well, what I like about it is that when you install it, is that it comes up with all these different apps. And then where you say, no, I don't want them to have my data. And you're going to do all the work to to make sure that my data is gone, which is phenomenal. Yeah, that's exactly right. So there are two main actions you can take in Permission Slip. The first is you can tell a company to stop selling your data. And the second is you can tell a company to delete your data entirely from the database. Um, And Permission Slip makes it easy. With a tap, you can send either a do not sell request or a delete request to a company. The different programs and the different apps that are kind of baked into Permission Slip, are those... Are those, they just kind of run the gamut or do you actually go onto a person's phone and say, oh, these are the apps that you have? We don't personalize the company list. So the company list is the same for all consumers. And that's because we built this app with data minimization in mind. In order for us to know what companies you have relationships with, we would have to ask for a lot of data from you. And that's not in line with our privacy principles. So what we do instead is we offer you a long list of companies. um, And these companies are big consumer names, but they're also companies that have very sensitive data about you. Um, and then we reach out to those companies for you when you give us your permission. And so the the data brokers, how many different data brokers are, are in the app? So data brokers are a kind of company that a lot of consumers don't know about because they're not household names. Um, but data brokers are companies that build profiles of consumer data and then sell it um, widely, sell it to other companies, to advertisers, etc. Um, and that's part of why companies know so much about you is that profiles are being built and sold behind your back without your awareness or consent. Um, and so one of the features we offer in Permission Slip is the ability to proactively reach out to more and more data brokers every month and tell those brokers that they're not allowed to sell your data anymore. And, and I'll tell you, the data brokers, they they don't make it easy to get out. And, and 
I mean, it's, we had a, a program for a long time. We, call, we called it Opt-Out Tuesday here at Commando.com. And so every Tuesday we would present one site where you could get your data. And, you know, invariably, as soon as we published that, it just seemed like maybe a week later they changed the instructions or they changed the place where you could opt out because, you know, the more people they have in the database, the more money that they're going to be make, the more data points. How long does it take for for a person to get out of uh, a data broker site using permission slip? Yeah, so you're right that going to these data brokers on your own, it's really challenging to figure out how to even submit the request, yet alone get the request processed and honored. Um, Under the laws in many states, um, companies have 15 business days to honor an opt-out of sale request and 45 business days to honor a delete request. So when you choose to use permission slip to send a request, um, it will take generally up to 15 days for opt-outs and 45 days for deletions to to be resolved. So I noticed in the app that you ask for certain information, uh, your name, your email address, your mailing address, your your cell phone number. Talk to us about how that data is being protected and why Consumer Reports needs that data. Absolutely. So if we are reaching out to companies on your behalf and helping you manage your data, we need to be able to signify exactly which consumer wants their data managed. Um, You know, there are lots of Jane Doe or John Doe's out there. Um, But we need to be able to say this specific one, the person with this name who also has this phone number or who also has this email address. So in that sense, it's really important for us to be able to um, tell the company which consumer we're talking about. And often what will happen then is that the company will confirm with their consumer. They'll they'll get back to you individually and verify your identity. They'll say, Kim, did you send a request through permission slip? And you'll either press a link to say yes or respond to an email. Um, So that is a built-in part of the process, but it's really important for making sure that that we're managing data with the right consumers and making sure that your data wishes um, are fulfilled. So aside from data brokers, what are the other apps and sites that are really difficult to remove your personal data from? Yeah, I would say that um, it can be difficult to remove your data, even from a company um, that you know well and that you visit their website. Um, Many of us have the experience of going to websites and trying to figure out how to manage cookies or um, trying to figure out how to find the opt-out button at the very bottom of the of the company's website. So um, I would say that companies often design experiences to make it opaque or challenging to manage your data because, of course, to the company, that data is very precious. Um, but but with permission slip, the idea is to make it very simple. Um, so with a single tap, you can send an opt-out of sale request to a company or a delete request. I think it's a phenomenal product. And I congratulate you and everybody at Consumer Reports for putting this out uh, because it's something that has been a long time needed because a lot of people don't realize what's going on with their data, how many different data points are out there, Jenny. I, I interviewed... Uh, about a year or so ago, a guy was really big in the in the data marketing advertising industry. And I asked him, you know, how many different data points do you think are available online about me right now? Because I had heard a number of 25,000, 30,000 different data points. But his answer was phenomenal because he said to me, it doesn't matter what that number is because it's infinite. Because every time you go online, every time you do something, they add one more data point. Absolutely. Yeah, I think that's right. It's really hard to meaningfully control our data. And it's exciting to be living in a time where state by state, we're gaining new rights to privacy. Um, So our goal at Consumer Reports with Permission Slip is to make it so that those rights are easy for you to use and so that you can feel a bit more control over the data that's being created as you go about your your purchases. Uh, Jenny, thank you so much for being here. Good stuff, really. I'm telling you folks, it's a great app. Permission Slip, 
wherever you get your apps on the Google Play Store and Apple. Just make sure that you download it. It really makes it easy for you to get out of all this data tracking. It's just so, so annoying, isn't it? Mm. Since our founding in 2000, we at the Center for Internet Security have always had one mission. It's to create confidence in the connected world for people, businesses, and governments. As a nonprofit, we do this by drawing upon our core competencies of collaboration and innovation. The world is changing, cyber threats are evolving, and IT resources are limited. All you want is a way to strengthen your cybersecurity programs efficiently and effectively. Let CIS help you with these efforts. We use a consensus-based process involving IT professionals from around the world to develop and maintain security best practices. These resources are proven to defend systems and data against threats, both on-premises and in the cloud. We also strive to help organizations of every size and maturity strengthen their cybersecurity programs. This includes serving U.S. state, local, tribal, and territorial government organizations. At CIS, we're all about making the connected world a safer place. Visit our website to learn more. Okay, so let's say you get a phone call and you're like, I don't really know what that number is or who that person may be. Well, there's a trick where maybe you can find out exactly who that is. Oh, in our security tip in just a few minutes, um, Google Passkeys, they're rolling out and tell you more about it, how you can sign up. So this way you only have to look at your face or do a thumbprint in order to sign in to all your favorite accounts. And before we go back to all of your phone calls, let's talk about free apps. Okay, anything that's ever free, you know what I say, is that you are the product, your privacy. And when it comes to certain apps that you may be downloading, you don't need them. Like, for example, do you think you need a QR scanner? You don't need to do that anymore. You just go ahead and use your, your phone's camera. It's going to just scan that QR code right there. Now, what about if... You're saying, oh, my battery's not working. I need to download an app because it's going to help me save battery juice. No, don't be downloading those either. There, A lot of them are just loaded, especially in the Google Play Store, just loaded with a lot of badware and malware. So make sure that you always, always read the reviews. All right, Rick in Medford, Oregon, welcome. Howdy. So Hi. nice to talk to you, and I, I really, really appreciate you being there accessible, professional, and so personable, too. Oh, thank you, Rick. You're sweet. We're not even related. <laughs> right. Well, um, and and my call comes kind of piggybacking off Jeff there. My kids, my daughter-in-law uh, seems to, well, has been a, a victim of a phone porting scam that has cost them uh, almost $10,000. Ooh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, they're kind of a loss uh, to how to proceed. They've done a uh, um, uh, FTC report, a police report. They've uh, talked with the phone carrier and the bank. Okay. Um, the uh, bank has kind of said, uh, so sorry, this uh, was done with your information from your phone and uh we're closing the case and uh they don't want to give them the money back no they're just closing it okay Um, whatever okay and what is the what does the phone carrier say the phone carrier in person was saying yeah we can see that the phone number was ported out it was unauthorized it wasn't done by you 
uh, kind of so sorry. Um, the most recently, and this just happened day before yesterday, they were finally able to get something in writing from the phone carrier, uh, identifying that, yeah, the phone number was ported out. Uh, and um, so now they are, uh, my kids are sending off that letter from the phone carrier, the police report, and the FTC report all to the bank and asking them to reopen the case. Now, did did the carrier say how it ported? Because a lot of times uh, what happens is that, what we're talking about, folks, is that a hacker, a scammer, a thief, whatever you want to call them, will suddenly have access to your phone number. Okay, Once they have access and they have control over your phone number, that's when they can do things like sign into your bank account and get what? That two-factor authentication code, right? And then once they're in the bank, that's when they can start transferring money left and right, okay, and stealing from it. Now, the reason why I ask if they they could say how it was, you know, a lot of these uh, phone calls are now recorded by the carrier. We all know this. They may not want to admit that, but typically what happens is the hacker, thief, scammer, whatever you want to say, they contact the, the carrier and they say, oh, you know, I'm Rick in Medford, Oregon, and here's all my information. And gosh, you know, I, I need a new SIM card or I need you to put this number some on another phone or whatever it may be. And then again, once they have control of that phone number, that's when they can access all those various accounts. Um, so because this is happening so frequently now, that the carriers and the banks are doing that nice thing where they start pointing fingers at each other. Okay. Yeah. Okay. When really the carrier made a mistake, right? right. Okay. The carrier That's made bad. a mistake. Okay. So, so if I were you and I know this is your, your son you're talking about, is that if, if I were pacing this situation, I would write a letter to the president of the carrier an email and I, and, right. and then once I drafted it up, I put it on all their social media and say, how, how, why did you let this happen to me? I was your customer and I trusted you. They need to be exactly. held accountable for this. Okay. Um, now most carriers, what you can do, and they need to do this moving forward is that you can set up a unique pin or passcode so that if somebody calls and they want to transfer your phone number, that you have to give them this extra layer of security. Uh, right. And so they probably didn't have that set up because let's just face it. You know what? A lot of people don't even know that exists. It's not like they come out and they say, oh, you know what? It's a good thing for you to do this. I've never seen an ad for that. Have you? Yeah. So, so it's, it's, a, it's a crappy situation. It is. Uh, because... You're going to have to, they're going to have to get tough and they're going to have to, in order to get the 10 grand back, I don't care who it comes from. I don't care if it comes from the carrier. I don't care if it comes from the bank. They both have insurance to cover this and it's really the carrier's fault. So that's where I would go back to the carrier. Who is the carrier? Uh, this is Cricket. You know what? I, I would figure out how to get to the, the top brass at Cricket and write, like I said, write a, a, a nice email affirm a polite, a kind email saying, this is what's going on. This is what I, I I need to have happen. And I want restitution. And why, why are you allowing this to happen on the cricket network? Why are you? 
You know, I mean, where's the training? This is a bad situation of training. This is bad training. Bottom line, they're not training their reps to be smart enough to fall for this stuff. And so I put it back on him or her. I'm not sure who's the president of cricket nowadays. Uh, Rick, if I can help anywhere else, just let me know. And folks, for everyone who's listening, okay, this is a big problem. So whoever your carrier is, I want you to call them up and say, how do I set up a unique pin or passcode so that my number is not ported without that four-digit code? How do we do that? And then let them give you the answer. And you know what? If we have time, we'll write this up over on the website too. It's super important. Rick, again, thank you for your call. You know, there is a trick that I use whenever I'm contacting a head honcho at a corporation is I head over to their website and then I go to their about section. And somewhere in that section, you're going to find like a happy little note from the CEO of this company talking about how they are so customer service driven, that they're innovative, that they're privacy and security focused, and they're preparing for the next millennium and with paradigms and goals and objectives you know, all that happy stuff that they like to say. So then what I do is I grab a few sentences out of there and I put that right at the top and say like, you know, dear Mr. and Mrs. whoever it is. And then I, you said this in your letter that I saw on your website. And then I put in bold letters, you're failing. That's not what happened to me. And then I explain my situation. See, so when you put the words that they say back in their mouth, it really does work. I have found 100% of the time for me. Okay, maybe because you know, maybe they recognize my name, but still, it is a method that my mother actually taught me years ago. All right, passwords. We all hate them. I can't stand them. I'm so tired of passwords. Now, here are some stats. 84% of us are just too laid back. I think we just use like password, let me in, or whatever the number may be, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Uh, 52% of us have just five or fewer passwords for everything. Yes, every single account. Uh, Half are using a password that's over 10 years old. (laughs) Like a fine wine, Mm, not so much for security. So now we have the Fido Alliance. It has nothing to do with dogs. It's the fast identity online. It's Google's way of saying, hey, it's a personalized pass key. Uh, Your fingerprint, your facial scan, Kind of like what we've been doing on an iPhone for many years and other devices. So here's what you do. You go to the letter G.co slash passkeys. That's the letter G.co slash passkeys. And then you tap get passkeys, you sign in, and then just follow all these on-screen prompts. And so what this means is the next time you need to get into a Google account, you're just going to be showing your face or your fingerprint, and then you're just there. Uh, Apple folks, you can use passkeys too. You just need to have the iCloud keychain turned on and 2FA enabled in order to use passkey. If you need those steps, we have them over at commando.com. Uh, Vivian in Dallas, Texas. Hello there, Vivian. Well, first of all, I want to thank you for all the information and tidbits that you provide. I especially like learning how to best use my smartphone and all the artificial intelligence news that you share. I get your uh, newsletter every day. Great. Thank you, Vivian. Um, So what I need help with is uh, Apple AirTag. Okay. So here's the situation. I adopted a seven-year-old Beagle dog. It was a rehome a few months ago, and I live on eight acres, and it adjoins to woods. Well, she will get on the scent trail of deer 
and take off into the woods, <laughs> and I have no idea where she is. So I ordered the Apple AirTag okay. and a collar to put it in, but it doesn't work all the time. So what's happening, I'll get like a pop-up that says I need to move around to get a better signal, or at night it says I need more light, and I'm thinking more light for what? <laughs> and the screen will show up on my phone with the map, and I can see me, the blue dot, and it says Hattie was last seen at 7.34 a.m. Well, that's all well and good, except now it's 10.45, and I have no idea where she is. So what's happening with this? Um, Here's what's happening, is that the Apple AirTags are fabulous little devices. When you want to keep track of, say, your purse, your car keys, your car, your dog, if you live in a more of an urban environment, not some beautiful acreage outside of Dallas, Texas, right? Because right. what happens with the AirTags is that they are doing the tracking using Bluetooth, okay? just like your AirPods are using Bluetooth. So it doesn't have a built-in GPS. What it does is it relies on the other eye devices around you, whether they're yours or somebody else's, to kind of figure out where that tag is located. It's actually genius. They're using their own network, if you will. So if you have an iPhone, an iPad, a Mac, or somebody around you has an iPhone, is that it's saying, okay, well, you know, we're going to use a little bit of their Bluetooth in order to figure out where this AirTag is located. So when Hattie goes off on a jaunt because she smells a deer and she's like a dog and she's having a great time going to find it, right, is that the AirTag's not going to work. So what you need is an actual pet tracker that is using bonafide GPS technology. Okay. And the other thing that you get with these GPS trackers is that you can do geofencing. So if Hattie goes past your acreage, you're going to get an alert automatically. It says, mm-hmm, guess where she is? Didn't learn her lesson. She's back there again. Okay. Um, okay. And so so where do you find these and, you know, what are, what are their names? A uh, couple for you to look at. One is called the Fi Collar. That's F-I. Uh, that's the one that I have on my Golden Retriever. Uh, and it's pretty sweet. Uh, does all that geofencing, and she has uh, activity monitoring, and but it, there is a monthly subscription fee. Uh, okay. Whistle is another one. I I had the whistle. I got rid of it because the battery stunk. Okay. Uh, and then there's another company called Halo H A L O that they are now coming out with uh, some new trackers. I believe I I couldn't get. A fi- I couldn't get a halo collar around my golden retriever because um, I didn't know this. And this is this is my le- life lesson, Vivian, is that for some reason, I thought a golden retriever was like 60 pounds. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. You laughed. All right. Okay. My golden retriever is 96 pounds. Oh, my goodness. Okay. She's a big girl. Okay. So, and she's not fat. She's just big. You know, I mean, and when I see her run across the fields, I mean, she looks like a horse just, you know, going across. I mean, so she's not overweight. She's just big. And they don't make a collar that big? No. Mm -mm. Oh, wow. Nope. Don't know where, why that happened. But so that's why we settled on the five collar. So if you're, if you want to start, if you want to, to, you know, know where the dog is at any given moment, an air tag, like I said, it's just not going to do it because it's not using the right technology. It's using Bluetooth. And so that's why you want to get with a 
you know, a dedicated GPS dog collar. And again, take a look at uh, five. I wouldn't look at Whistle unless they fix the battery problem, which I'm not sure. Uh, or take a look at Halo. And uh, hey, whenever when you decide, let me know and just give me a call back. Thanks, Vivian. Oh, you know, I just mentioned my Instagram account. If you want to see something truly, truly funny, okay, is that I was in the backyard in Santa Barbara and I was looking for Abby. I just couldn't find her. And then I'm like, where could this dog be? And then across the way, I see the pool and the spa. And then there's Abby literally standing in the spa, just kind of like jumping around, looking around. It's like the funniest thing. I'm like, I want to come back as my golden retriever. I really, really do. So in case you want to see that video, it's truly funny. Uh, head over to Instagram.com slash Kim Commando dogs. Have you ever received a text message from a number you just don't recognize? And instead of saying new phone, who may this be? Or no, I don't know you. Wrong number. Uh, there is a trick. Uh, TikToker Liz Perez, she put on her channel, just totally blew up, went all over. Now, if you get a text from an unknown number, this is really sneaky. Mobile payment apps like Venmo, Cash App, Zelle, or PayPal, they can help you put a name to that number. You just paste the phone number into the app, and then that mystery sender's name just might be revealed. Now, I tested this out on a number who I knew someone had a Venmo. Let me tell you, their picture, their name, phone number just popped right up. Now, this hack only works if you have an account with one of these mobile payment apps and the sender has to use their real name and phone number in the app, which 99% of the people do. Now, if you don't want to be found out this way, what you have to do is make your account private in the app settings. Just look under friends and social and then toggle off phone contacts. Yeah, it's that easy to find out who you are. Hey, do me a solid and tell three friends about the Kim Commando Show, because after all, knowledge is power. This program is a copyrighted production of Westar Multimedia Entertainment and protected by the copyright laws. Any rebroadcast or use of this program for commercial, business, economic, or financial purposes without the written permission of Westar Multimedia Entertainment is strictly prohibited. Grand Canyon University makes earning your degree possible with over 130 academic programs for traditional campus students with more than 80 bachelor's programs offered online. GCU provides you with the personal support you need from complimentary unofficial transcript evaluations within 24 business hours to scholarships, academic support, and your GCU graduation team led by your own university counselor. Find your purpose at GCU. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu. Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records.